Hello, everyone. This is Christine Rodriguez with Astrology Now Podcast. Before we get started with the segment, I want to let you all know that I have a module two training coming up in 2020. Um, some of the feedback that I got with my first module one training was that it was a ton of information to take in in two days. And so by the end of the training, I was so excited to see that people were making really good assessment of charts and they seem to really be getting it. And so I'm so glad that it seems to work, but I do want to give more time and space for you all to practice and absorb. So for this training coming up in 2020, it's going to be spaced out between two weeks. Uh, we will be meeting on April 25th, 2020 at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, and that's a Saturday. And we will meet again the next week on May 2nd, 2020. Same thing, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. So it's two Saturdays. I hope that you can make it. If you're interested in more information or signing up, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. All right, enjoy your segment. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this is our Nakshatra series. And so we are talking all about the fifth Nakshatra, Mirga Shira. And so Mirga Shira runs from 23 degrees, 20 minutes, exalted in the sign of Taurus, to 6 degrees, 40 minutes into the sign of Gemini. And so this is one of those nakshatras that kind of spans from one sign into the other. And so just a refresher, I am a Vedic sidereal astrologer. And in Vedic astrology, we do acknowledge the, the nakshatras, which are the lunar mansions of the sky. And so a nakshatra is taking the 12 zodiac signs and breaking them down to be even more specific giving us the 27 nakshatras. And so this is the fifth Mirgashira. And I do just want to validate right now that um, it's difficult to say. <laughs> uh, yes, a long path with this one. I believe in you. You've got it. Um, all right. And so in the previous segment, we were talking about the nakshatra of Rohini and how she was fleeing from her father from Prajapati, who was, he, he had fallen in love with his daughter. And so she runs from him and turns herself into a deer and he turns himself into a stag to run after her. And so this leads us into the segment of Mirgashira. And the, it was actually seen. So this hunt was discovered and Shiva was called to help protect this female who was running and he severs the head off of Prajapati and he falls to the earth. And so there is this essence of being fallen from having some sort of deception. Um, it indicates this crossing over from this ethereal spiritual realm into the earthly realm, kind of bringing those deities and spirituality into the world, onto earth. And so the stars that are in the constellation of Mirgashira is Orion's belt. And surely we all know Orion. Um, and it's the bow. And so it represents this hunter. And so it being a bow or representing a hunter can be seen by this chase. 
that's kind of how it's signified is the chase of Prajapati and Rohini. And so the deity for Mirgashira is Soma or the moon. And so the moon is, you know, the mother. It's this really feminine planet. <clears throat> and Soma is this milky nectar of the moon. And it's, it's like the nectar of life. And so, you know, our bodies are mostly fluid. We have like this direct connection to the Soma. That's something that we're all connected with is that we're, you know, we're filled with fluid. We're of this earth. And Soma represents that same type of vital life force fluid. Okay. And so Mirgashira it has this really masculine quality in that it's a hunter and it's about the chase. It's about the search, but then it's also, it has this deity of Soma and the moon. And I will say, I was talking, every Zodiac sign has a ruler, but then every nakshatra has a ruler. And so Taurus is ruled by the planet Venus. Gemini is ruled by the planet Mercury. But Mirgashira is ruled by the planet Mars because they are represented by the hunter and the chase and more of that like yang, go energy. But it's also said that Mirgashira kind of fuses the qualities of Venus and, and Mercury, which I just think is so fascinating. And so try to keep that in mind as we move along. So we have the ruling planet of Mirgashira, which is Mars. And we know that it, its deity is Soma and the moon. And so with that, people who have many pla planets in this nakshatra, they tend to always be searching for something. They're going to love the chase. These are the people that may be like hopeless romantics. They love the chase of finding a partner. They find someone, they obsess about them. And then once they get them, maybe they lose a little bit of interest or maybe they need something else to focus on. It's possible that they hoard and they collect. Remember, Taurus in general likes to hoard things. Gemini likes to collect. You know, they like to, to have, they have many interests in many things. And so this nakshatra kind of takes on those qualities. They may just collect pendants or feathers or, you know, rocks. Just there's something that they like to find and collect and keep. It's also possible that people are deeply spiritual and they feel that they're always searching for more spiritual information. I actually just visited a dear friend in Sedona and he, his moon is in Mirgashira and he's just constantly trying to learn more about spirituality and more about astrology. And he's a Sikh. And so more about Sikhism and, oh, it's just amazing. But that's how it manifests for him is he's constantly just trying to acquire more and have more tools in his tool belt. That's how it's kind of manifesting for Mirgashira for him. And so I should also say that the word Mirgashira literally means the deer's head. And it's called the star of searching. So we keep on seeing this emphasis on exploration and adventure, searching. Deer are wanderers and they and they roam and not a lot of the time they have a purpose of where they're going but they're 
they're curious and interested. And Mira Gashira can show that for sure. People with this nakshatra generally have these big doe eyes or like a very soft gaze. And of course, this depends on the person and their full chart, but they can also often have that like doughy kind of glance about them. They are also you know, they have the strong association with the moon and strong association with Mars. And so with that association with Mars, they may be Pitta composition in Ayurveda. And so they may be kind of heated in nature. They may sweat easily. They may love um, like physical activity, but they can tend to be lethargic when they're emotionally upset. Um, when they're like depressed or angry, there, there could be some lethargy there that comes with it. And so there is also this fickleness and dual nature of Mirgashira. They do kind of fuse the qualities of Venus and Mercury. So they're very dexterous. They're very chatty. They love to learn. They love um, to gather information. They're also very romantic. And so traditionally, the moon was actually a man in like ancient texts, the moon was referred to as male. And then of course we also refer to the, to the moon and to be female in many different areas. But there's a story of the moon being very indulgent and being kind of promiscuous. And it's actually said that Mercury was a byproduct of the moon becoming very familiar with Jupiter's wife. <laughs> and so that was kind of scandalous. And so Mirgashira even has this theme around incest and theme around maybe familial discrepancies. And so maybe you weren't very close to your parents, or maybe your parents were very distant. Um, and, you know, I've heard this, I haven't seen this. I've heard that it can deal with some incest in a family, though, you know, I, I haven't seen that. But what I have seen is there being familial discrepancies where there's something, there's a break in the family, there's distance with relatives, there's just some, some type of discrepancy that goes on with Mirgashira sometimes. But to summarize in general, and something that you can pretty much you know, bet on is that people with their moon in Mirgashira, rising in Mirgashira, many planets in Mirgashira, they're going to be lighthearted and they're going to be really enjoyable to be around. If you think about a deer kind of frolicking around, right? They're having fun. They're lighthearted. They, they're not going to take a whole lot too seriously. And so these folks are very sweet, very fun to be around they're, they are constantly searching for the perfect partner, for the perfect table, for more things for their collection. They're going to love the chase and love suspense and love um, diving into a subject of their choice, just really indulging themselves in these things. And they can be a little bit skittish in a way. If you, ima if you imagine a, a deer... They're going to be very loyal and very trusting to the people that they're committed to, but there is going to be an element where if you bet betray their trust or there's something um, 
that seems off to them, they're going to go away and they don't really give back trust easily. They're always going to have that kind of in the back of their mind, just like a deer. And you think about deer and survival, they get spooked, they run away. It's going to take them a while to kind of come back out of the woods and trust their surroundings again, but it's a survival instinct. So of course, um, but yeah, so this is my segment on Mirgashira. I hope that it was helpful. Um, just think about the keywords, inconsistency, <laughs> exploration, adventure. Um, if you would like to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga. And please follow my Instagram for astrologynow, astrologynow underscore podcast. Thank you so much.